Hello and welcome to another edition of the Lights, Camera, Sports Podcast. I'm Mike Galtieri. So happy to have you on board for another week. We've had a very exciting week of guests. I was at the BC Media Day, Football Media Day this past week, and we caught up with Paul Pascaloni, the defensive line coach, as well as Rich Gannell, the wide receivers coach at BC. And we're going to put them both on this week's podcast. Very exciting interview as uh, Pascaloni, Coach Pascaloni, talks about his time at BC, as well as that famous 04 game when he was the head coach of Syracuse. Uh, Rich Gannell talks about his time playing with Matt Ryan, now watching him on TV, and what's it like, as well as what he can expect uh, from the wide receivers uh, this year and how, how they plan to use them with the whole offensive mindset. So stick with us. It's a very exciting podcast. Uh, first, we'll go to Lights, uh, excuse me, to Chestnut Hill Technologies. We'll hear from them and then go right into the podcast. Also, a special note, uh, programming note, uh, I will be working on the halftime segment uh, for BC Football Radio Broadcast this year uh, in terms of the Ever to Excel report it's, it's gonna, is what it's going to be called uh, as when we in- interview a prominent member of the BC community for each football game this fall. Uh, so Chestnut Hill Technologies, Jack McCarthy, Jack McCarthy, excuse me, has come on board. He's going to be a sponsor for that Ever to Excel report. And uh, very, very excited to have them on board and Chestnut Hill Technologies. If you, too, would like to join Jack and Chestnut Hill Technologies with advertising uh, and joining that halftime report, just email lightscamerasportsads at gmail.com. That's lightscamerasportsads at gmail.com. Okay. Well, let's hear first from Chestnut Hill Technologies, and we'll go right into the podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Chestnut Hill Technologies is a leading technology integration and cybersecurity consulting firm based in the Boston area and owned by a BC alum. CHT provides world-class strategy and consulting to Fortune 500 and mid-cap firms throughout New England and nationally, including State Street Bank, Amaj Pharma, and Intel Corporation. Check them out at chestnuthilltechnologies.com. That's chestnuthilltechnologies.com. Coach Pascaloni joins us here. Coach, just your thoughts now, second year at BC. Just, are you happy to be here? What's your whole take on the Boston College experience? Yeah, I'm very, very happy to be here. Uh, you know, you've got a, a, a bunch of really good kids here who are high achievers. Uh, they work hard every day. They're really good no matter what we're doing, whether it's the weight room, the meeting room, or out on the practice field. You know, they're a lot of fun to coach because they want to be coached. And we got a bunch of guys with some ability. So uh, this has been terrific for me. I'm having probably as much fun as I've had coaching. Really? Okay, my, You've been everywhere. And I've been a lot of places. Been very, very fortunate. I've been around a lot of great people. Uh, but this has been... Uh, a really, really very, I'm going to say, very pleasurable experience. The people here at BC have been great. Steve, Coach Adazio has been great. The guys on the staff are great to work with. I've known many of them for a long time. So uh, it's really a positive. For me, it's really been a, a very good positive thing. How did that come about if Coach Adazio asked you to join the staff? What was that like, the interaction? Well, 
Uh, I was with the Houston Texans, and uh, when I was up in Connecticut, my kids had started, you know, through middle school to high school, and they really liked, you know, the New England area. And, uh, so we were, your family was still based in Connecticut? No, we were in Houston. Okay. We were all in Houston. When we go, we all go together. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, but the kids had just started East Catholic. East Catholic, gotcha. Yeah, in Manchester. Yeah. Really, really liked it. Uh, we hadn't sold the house. So it was uh, an opportunity to get the kids back so that they could finish high school, you know, and finish middle school, finish high school uh, here uh, in such a great place and a place they really liked. And at the same time, it gave me a chance. You know, Steve had had an opening on his staff, so it gave me a chance to come here and coach. So did you commute from Manchester area? To no, I've got a... I've got a I've got a uh, apartment up here. Gotcha. Okay, and if we get done early, it's an hour and 15, hour and 20 minute ride home. I go home. If it's late, uh, I stay here. So it all depends on what we're doing and uh, what time we get done. Gotcha. So I go back and forth. My kids go back and forth. My wife comes back and forth. Gotcha. That's cool. Yeah, so it's good. It's, It's very, very doable. That's good. I have to bring up I, my freshman year, BC, it was 2004. So you, thank you. You for you provided one of the worst memories as a BC <laughs> fan. Uh, if you, just talk about that game, Diamond Ferry. Never forget that name. 04. We had a chance to win uh, the game. BCS Fiesta Bowl. I think it cost us about 15 million dollars that year. <laughs> the Big East to win the Big East. But just take us leading up to that game. Your thoughts of that? Well, uh, if you I were the head coach of Syracuse, yeah, I'm the head coach of Syracuse. If I recall. Uh, we needed the game to win a share of the conference championship. Correct. Yeah. Pittsburgh, Boston College, Syracuse. Right. That's right. There were three of us. Yeah. And uh, we needed the game to go to a bowl. Okay. So it's a pretty good game for, for us you, too yeah. now. Yeah. All right. So it's a big game for BC. It's a big game for us. So uh, like all the Syracuse BC games in those years, uh, BC got ready to play us. We got ready to play them. We had some really tough battles yeah. uh, for a long time. I was at Syracuse for 18 years. I don't remember an easy one either way. So the uh, obviously the uh, for Syracuse, the highlight of the game beside winning the game was the fact that uh, uh, our two starting backs got hurt on like the first and fourth play of the game. So Reyes got hurt. He was the starting tailback. Damian Rhodes got hurt. He was the second team tailback. And we didn't have another tailback. So Diamond Ferry from Everett, John DiBiasso's program, uh, had played tailback for us, but we had moved him to safety uh, a year before. So while Rhodes was on the ground, I said to Diamond, come here. I started review the plays with him. On the sideline? On the sideline. Wow. Do you remember this? Do you remember this? Do you remember this? He said, Coach, I got it. He went in the game, and he ran the ball 28 times for 140 yards, played every snap on defense, every snap on special teams, played 128 plays in the game, and uh, kind of led us to a big win. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was a big yeah. win. No, no question about it. That, and, you know, that was interesting, too, that game. That was Matt Ryan's first career start at Boston Matt College. Matt Ryan's first career start. What was your scouting report on him? You probably didn't know well, who he was. Yeah, well, we, ju- we just knew he was a good young freshman. Yeah. You know, we didn't know how good he would become, obviously. Uh, that's hard to predict. But we knew he was a good young player. So you had it. So uh, we knew that, uh, you know, if he was going to be in the game. Coach O'Brien wasn't going to put somebody in the game who didn't belong in the game. Yeah. So, uh, we were lucky to win the game. Going back to your recruiting battles, Sarah, when you were head coach of Syracuse, even Connecticut, 
versus Boston College. Did, did you guys go against the same kids? Obviously, you got a kid from Everett in BC's backyard, uh, Diamond Ferry. Just what was it like? I'm trying to get a read of BC yeah. versus Syracuse versus yeah. UConn, and now what it's like. Is it well, still the same battles? Yeah, I mean, you know, a good player is a good player. So we were trying to recruit good players. BC was trying to recruit Did good players. Did you guys players. cross a lot of times? Oh, yeah. yeah. Crossed a lot of times. And uh, we just saw what we felt Syracuse could offer, and uh, BC saw what they could offer, and we lost a ton of kids to BC my years at Syracuse. I mean, uh, a ton of kids, especially linemen. Really? You know, offensive linemen were very, very difficult to get away from BC. You know, and kids uh, in the Northeast love BC. I grew up in Connecticut, Cheshire, Connecticut. I remember in high school, kids were dying to go to BC. You know, and it's always been that kind of place to me. So every once in a while, I guess we'd get lucky and convince a guy. Uh, but it was very hard recruiting against BC. I remember even high school when I played, uh, a guy named Tim Washington. You got him up to Syracuse. Right. You remember him? Right, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that's a good example of a guy that uh, everybody everybody in the Northeast, you know, Rutgers was recruiting him, we were recruiting him, BC's recruiting him, Temple's recruiting him, everybody's recruiting him. What, um, now look ahead to this year. Just what, we, what can we expect to, uh, on the line play? Who's going to emerge? Obviously, you have Landry, but who else is out there? I heard Zach Allen's having some good practices thus yeah. far as well, too. Well, Zach had, Zach had a good year, a good, steady, consistent year last year. So we're looking for Zach to pick up where he left off. Wyatt Ray needs to pick up where he left off. And Harold, you know, needs to pick up where he left off and improve. You know, he made the decision to come back here, which, you know, is a decision he wanted to, he made on his own. And I think it was a good decision. You think, well, it's good, yeah, obviously. I, yeah, I think it was a good decision for Harold, and I think it was obviously a great decision for our program. You think the okay. mindset is he could become the first-round pick? Well, his, here's what I know. His mindset is right now I'm going to get better and I'm going to improve on what I did last year, gotcha. and then we'll see what happens. Gotcha. It's awfully hard to predict that other stuff, and he knows that, and there's no guarantees. Okay, He knows that. I think the key for us is who are we going to come up with to replace Truman Goodapple, okay. and who are we going to come up to replace Kevin Kavalik? Okay, Kavalik, all right? Uh, those are two pretty big shoes. Those were not flashy guys. Yes. They were not flashy guys, but those were two very, very good football players who made a lot of plays under the radar. Okay, didn't get a lot of accolades, did not get a lot of notoriety, but I promise you, those guys were guys that you could depend on, and those guys were tough guys. So right now, the charge of the defensive unit is who's going to replace these two guys, okay? Who's going to emerge, okay, is a, is a guy that we can trust, Okay, is going to show up every day, show up every game, show up every week, okay, and make the plays and come up with the production that those two guys came up with. Great. Well, hey, Coach, best of luck. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Very much. Appreciate it. Chestnut Hill Technologies is a leading technology integration and cybersecurity consulting firm based in the Boston area and owned by a BC alum. CHT provides world-class strategy and consulting to Fortune 500 and mid-cap firms throughout New England and nationally including State Street Bank, Amaj Pharma, and Intel Corporation. Check them out at chestnuthilltechnologies.com. That's chestnuthilltechnologies.com. All right, here with Rich Gunnell, wide receivers coach, Boston College. Rich, thanks so much for the time. Absolutely. How's it going? 
great. We need to go back. Longtime classmates at BC. Back in those days, too, with Matt Ryan days. What's it like, actually, watching him play now on TV, uh, knowing that he was your QB back in the day? Watching him now and, and seeing what he does, I'm not surprised by it because he was the same exact way in college. Matt's always been a highly intelligent guy, a highly competitive guy, and it's carried over to his career in the NFL. And you grew up, what did you think, what made you want to go to BC growing up, looking back at your recruiting process? Right. I mean, when I stepped foot on this campus, it's kind of that, that feeling you get when you're here. It's a special place. Um, it's one of those things now, as a recruiter and recruiting kids to come here, I always tell them, you can, I can never explain to you what it feels like to be here until you get up here yourself. And that's one thing I noticed being a Jersey kid. And when I came on campus with my father being recruited, it was, I knew it was a place that I wanted to be. What coach recruited you? I forget about that. Uh, the head coach at the time was Tom O'Brien. Yeah. My uh, actual recruiting coach was Jason Swepson. Gotcha, mm-hmm. gotcha. All right, looking back, what's your favorite moment of your time at the Heights playing? Oh, uh, man, there's a lot of favorite times. Um, I know the Virginia Tech moment, you know, people always bring up. That was a great moment for our team and a huge win down in Blacksburg in the rain on a Thursday night where they've been undefeated, losing Thursday night games. And, and we beat them down there uh, when they were ranked eighth in the country and we were ranked number two. And also another huge moment, uh, our Clemson game when we had to beat Clemson on, on their home field to go to the ACC championship in 07 was a, another huge moment. And then at school, off the field, what was your favorite time? What would you like to do at BC? Ah. Hmm. Well, I know obviously I love football, but you know I met my wife here. Did you really? Yeah, my junior year I met my wife here, and you know spending time with her. Uh, I guess I should say <laughs> I should say, but also no, that that was a great time for me meeting my wife here uh, back in '07. What was a great time for me, great experience being around her and having her make me a better man. I got to ask you now, too, when I think of your career, I think of that moment. You, you know what I'm going to say, Jimmy Clausen, after the game, oh, give us all the BC fans, give us the quick lowdown, man. What lowdown. what went down there? All right, quick lowdown. After Notre Dame, I think 09, I think it was. Yep, 09. So at the quick lowdown, pregame, we were warming up, and he pushed one of my teammates while we were running out to the field, Justin Jarvis. Yep, another receiver, right. Pushed Justin Jarvis. I didn't like it. We had a few choice words in the middle of the field. Uh, after the game, with all the cameras around, he tried to come up and try to show off a little bit and be cool in front of the cameras, and I just let him have it. And, you know, I told him, you know, don't ever disrespect me or my teammates, and uh, kind of went from there. But, yeah, you, know, you know, looking back, I mean, it is what it is, but I've, I've always been a guy that always stick up for my, for my teammates, and I, I felt like that was my time being a senior, seeing one of my one of my teammates get pushed. I, I didn't like it at all. When he said he was his reply. Uh, who Jimmy? Yeah. When he pushed him or afterwards? Afterwards. Well, afterwards he was trying to like say like uh, like trying to be cool because mostly I was angry because we lost. We lost a close game. We had a lot of turnovers. I was really upset that we lost. And he tried to say, hey, you know, hey, you know, I thought you did a good job. And I said, listen, man, if you ever disrespect me or one of my teammates again, we're, we're going to have a problem. And then he pushed me and ran away. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right, so let's talk about your after career. We're talking about getting coaching. Um, what took over your career and what led you here to be back to BC? Uh, well, you know, I was a graduate assistant for uh, Coach Spaziani his first year. And then Coach Adazio, I mean, uh, Coach Spaziani's last year, then Coach Adazio's first year here, I was a graduate assistant. Assistant, and I you know I left for two years to coach high school, but I mean I love this place so much. Was it, was it Framingham? Yeah, no, I was. It was in Framingham. It's called Marion High School, actually, where Pete Cronin went to high school. Okay. I coached there for two years, and you know Coach Adazio called me in February of 
was, I guess it was 2016, and, you know, said he might have the wide receiver spot open, and obviously I jumped all over. This is my alma mater. I played the position, and, and you know, it's just a tribute to this place and how special it is to me. And you, it's kind of rare. You never have to move. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So it was great for me and my wife, you know, not having to move from where we, where we live now in Framingham. So it was a good deal. Good, man. That's great. Uh, last question, just to go to this year's team, the receivers, what can we expect uh, coming up? The you're going to see a group of guys that love playing. They're gritty. And they're going to tough things out. And they're going to find ways to make plays for our offense and for our team. What um, what, what two should we look out specifically? Who's going to emerge this year? We uh, might not have known last year. I think Jeff Smith will have a breakout year. I, he should have a breakout year. I think Kobe White would be a guy to keep, keep an eye out for. Okay. And in terms of offensive mindset, passed a lot more last year than he did two years ago. Mm-hmm. Do you think we're going to expect more of that? Uh, I, that's that's soon to be seen. Um, obviously, we want to be a little more balanced yeah. than we have been. So it all depends on the receiver play. If the receivers are making plays, we'll throw the ball more. If our running backs are making plays, then we'll run the ball. It, it all depends on how the flow of the game is and what's working. Have you noticed any changes from when you played at BC to now in terms of just, I know obviously different coaches, different players, but just the mindset of BC, the program itself, and obviously new construction being done. But what's your just your your macro look of it, your overall take? To be honest, it, it's so funny how similar the players are to where we, yeah, uh, where it is now to where we were before. It, it's the same kids, same great kids, high character guys, tough guys that love playing football. It's, it's been the same. It's been the BC recipe since I since I've known it. You excited for this year? I'm very excited. Okay, thanks so much. Absolutely appreciate it. Chestnut Hill Technologies is a leading technology integration and cybersecurity consulting firm based in the Boston area and owned by BC alum. CHT provides world-class strategy and consulting to Fortune 500 and mid-cap firms throughout New England and nationally, including State Street Bank, Amaj Pharma, and Intel Corporation. Check them out at chestnuthilltechnologies.com. That's chestnuthilltechnologies.com. Well, thanks so much to Paul Pascaloni and Rich Cannell for joining us here on the Lights, Camera, Sports Podcast. A lot of good information as football season is just a couple weeks away. Also, like to remind everybody, if you want to be a part of that Ever to Excel advertising package uh, on the Halftime Report of BC Football Radio Broadcast this year and join Chestnut Hill Technologies and Jack McCarthy, please email lightscamerasportsads at gmail.com. That's lights, camera, sports, ads, ads at gmail.com. Well, thanks once again for listening. We'll be back next week. This is Mike Galtieri signing off.